good day, everybody, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, however you're listening. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here with Father Jeff Macbeth. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Father? I'm doing all right. Yourself? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. It's a beautiful day out. You know, we're coming up on school starting. I know. You know, Father Joe, again, a couple weeks ago, mentioned in his homily, he was laughing at the kids because they're starting school soon. And that was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. For those of us that don't have to go to school anymore, it, it was hilarious. So, um, But yeah, we are just trucking right along here um, into August now. But uh, weather has been nice so far recently. Yeah, really, it's been too bad. So Not. it's been good. It's been good. Yes, sir. Uh, well, there's a couple of things... Uh, Coming up in the in the parish the, before we uh, before we forget. So again, connection point this Sunday at twelve thirty. You can register at twenty three If you're interested in learning more about the parish and how to register, also this Tuesday is Holy Day of Obligation for the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Sometimes I think you know we, the word obligation like we don't we kind of bristle at it. I think you know right, um, but. The, like the holy days of obligation were described, I read or something um, that really made sense. So, like if you have like Thanksgiving dinner or like Christmas, Christmas, I guess family yeah. celebrations, and so you know you have like so you have kids at home, mm-hmm. uh, or you remember the time when you had kids at home, you sort of sort of obligate them to come to Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, right? Come talk to your relatives, or else, yeah, right. or even if. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's 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 more like you like you like if they blew it off like you'd be like really hurt by that. Oh yeah, you know. And so in some ways, something like like Thanksgiving dinner, um, yeah, especially if you're, um, you know, there with the family is mm-hmm. is sort of obligatory, but not not to be like heavy handed or dictatorial or no create a burden but it's just because it's such a great occasion like you you want to celebrate it with the ones that you love oh yeah you want to celebrate it with the family and so i think that's the thing with these holy day of the holy days of obligation like we have um it's uh it's just like this is so important like we just want to want to celebrate this as a as a family and so we're kind of like calling the family together and just sort of yeah we're sort of obliged to be there um as a as a family of faith to uh to mark this this great occasion Come to the banquet, right? Uh, yeah. So we have um, we have a mass Tuesday. This is August fifteenth at nine a.m. and then one at seven p.m. Uh, on Tuesday. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Father, I gotta ask. Yeah. You know, you've been here fourteen months now, almost. Man. So, what has been your favorite thing so far about John the Twenty Third? Yeah, I really thanks. It really is the people. Um, just met it continuing to meet a ton of great people it's it's still uh just yeah just trying my best with that um but yeah the people are just a lot of great gracious people um you know and and that's been the highlight you know is getting in, um getting to meet people and getting to know them more and just just so blessed by uh people's um openness acceptance and uh, graciousness and kindness and all that it really makes uh, a difference especially you know in times back um you know where the the months were more hectic and there was just a ton going on um and uh and just drinking out of the fire hose for you know months at a time yeah. you know it, it really was the graciousness of the people that really kind of helped kind of get through that and um i just really hold that hold that dear so it is it is getting to know the people 
sometimes people ask like what's your favorite thing about being a priest and one of the top things i always say is sunday mass because that's when i get to see everybody sure you know and there's just something to that like um like if you're out there like i look forward to seeing you on sundays like whether i get to like actually like talk to you or dab you up or whatever like um i look forward to seeing you you know and, and miss you when you're not when you're not able to be there so um yeah, that's. I think that's. It's definitely been my, one of my one of my favorite things about uh, the parish. Is certainly, and that's what makes it right. Is the people. Oh yeah, the parish is people. So, um, so yeah, that's been that's been been part of the the, the adventure, uh, which continues. Yeah, we are certainly blessed to have you. But it was. Uh, it struck me, Parker, as we're as we're talking, and as you know, you're the guitar player. I've uh, I've I've been trying to pick up the guitar again. It, it's it's yeah. sporadic. You know, okay. I it's sort of. Um, what some people have known me for over the years, but at the last, I don't know, a couple of years, I just gotten away from it. Um, just, uh, yeah, just, I need a venue. I need something to like prepare for, you know, I, it's hard for me to just sort of play on my own just for the heck of it. And well, so, I mean, I, from social media a couple of weeks ago, I, you're a drummer too. Yeah. That is actually less true. <laughs> um, it sounded pretty good. I've been playing guitar for, uh, since I was in eighth grade. Uh, but coming off of camp and sort of hearing these like new worship songs, like, yeah, I want to learn those. You know, that's sort of like been my inspiration. And then we're going to have like this little reunion. And I'm like, well, maybe I can play a couple of those as part of that. And so that's kind of given me the motivation. We'll see how long it lasts to like pick it up because my, uh, I picked up the other day, my fingertips weren't as bad as I thought they'd be. Oh, but yeah. they're, um, they're, not, they're not calloused anymore. So they, it, it hurts when I play uh, anymore. So but I, need, I need to get it back. And so that's, I'm trying to be more, I'm just trying to be more like you. Oh well, <laughs> you know they have um, they have like finger exercisers that you can like basically like clench your fist and it like pushes pressure against your fingers to like build up the like tactile strength. It was interesting when play. I was playing. I was like, I have a feeling that I've never felt before. It was like some kind of a like a cramp or something. Like oh yeah, and I'm like well, that's that's not good. Maybe I just need to play more often. Yeah, I get those too. I mean, like during mass sometimes, like. You know, it it happens. Yeah, and and you just have to kind of push through it because now you know there's there's no piano or anything, and you know I'm 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 out in front. So if if I don't play the right chord, people people are gonna know. Yeah. So I'm always like I have to I have to not cramp up this well, mess. Well, and a, and a part of me is thought like, you know, what if Parker gets sick? Like who's gonna step in? Like so I don't. Hopefully that never happens, um, you know, coming up here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I got I to gotta be ready to, like, get off the bench. You know, even if, if I'm like, I even if I feel like the fourth string quarterback in that rum, which I should. No, it's no. Like, you're you, the Patrick Mahomes of this band. Let's be honest. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the guy. You can just make all the sidearm throws you want, you know, 80 yards bomb down the field. It doesn't matter. I think, personally, I would not mind at all. And I think... I think the community would agree, and and folks, you know, this weekend, let us know about this. I think we should have Father Jeff for a weekend leading the music. Man, what do you think? That'd be wild. Yeah, be fun, be different. It you would know? be different. There was once when I was in Finley on my first assignment. There was like this big snowstorm that came through. Yeah, and um, the music director at the time lived on the other side of town, and he's like, I, I can't make it. Um, yeah. And so luckily, of course, there's more than one priest there. Sure. Uh, that's, that's part of the issue here. Yeah. Um, although we got some great help, of course, like Father Joe, and um, who's around a lot. And um, so he couldn't make it. So I think one of the other priests was on for that mass anyway. And I'm like, well, 
well, I can do that. So I uh, oh. went to his office and got his guitar and um, yeah, I love the music for that Sunday. So that's cool. That's a, it's a rare, certainly a rare occasion, especially in that for Sunday mass, but it's, uh, it's been done. It's been done before. That would be. So I think there was once cool. at Cardinal Stritch too, when I was in East Toledo that um, I think their, their music director couldn't help out with the mass. So mm-hmm. the sort of the weekday mass for the juniors and seniors, you know, well, Father Eric did the, you know, presided and I did the music. So yeah. it's nice to do once in a while. Just, uh, that's part of it. My, like, my opportunities have gone like way down. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably good to still pick up on and just sort oh, of yeah. blow the dust off and see, yeah. what, see what happens. That would, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we should make this happen. Well, we'll, we'll keep praying on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking of prayer. Yeah, we should dive the, in. We should dive into, into the scripture. Dive into something holy here. That's right. Um, yes, yeah, so this is a 19th Sunday in ordinary time. Um, so our gospel today is from Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 33. So it says it starts out after he has fed the people. So this was the multiplication of the, the fish and loaves. Sure. Uh, in Matthew, so here's the con- that's the immediate you know sort of context to this. Right. Yep. So after he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Powerful. It reminded me while I was um, reading this, of course, last week we had the uh, transfiguration of the Lord and so it's like two gospels in a row where we hear Jesus uh, say, "Do not be afraid." Yeah. And uh, I think that's the line Jesus gives more than any other, you know, throughout the the gospels. And uh, do not be afraid. Um, so it really struck me as a, as a good message. There's a lot of things, of course, that we have to be fearful of, big things, little things, unknown things. Um, but once again, Jesus just says, "Do not be afraid." And I think that's part of the part of what makes it so makes it so powerful um and it and both had to do with a touch um so yeah. last week with the transfiguration they were kind of bowed down in fear because like they saw the cloud and heard the voice right and jesus touched it says jesus touched them and said do not be afraid and then here again jesus reaches out his hands so there's a touch um you know uh after it's after he says do not be afraid but it, just struck me that there's a do not be afraid and there's a, a, a touch from the Lord, um, you know, where he, he's with us. Yeah, he, he's constantly reaching out. Um, I mean, he reaches out 
in the gospel. Uh, he reaches out to all of us. And I think, again, that's a great message to kind of take with you, um, you know, as you're going about anything that you're doing and you feel stressed or under pressure, the Lord's right there. He's, you know, he's reaching out. He, he knows what's going on and he wants to help and he's always there. You just have to, you just have to have, have that faith. I think ye of little faith, you know, um, that's a funny line. My dad used to say that to me when I was a kid, like when, when I would break something and then it would be like really bad, you know, like a, a toy or something. And I go, dad, I broke the toy. And he go, okay, let's fix another one, you know? And so he, you know, stop what he was doing and, and go fix the toy. And then he'd bring it back and it would look better than it did before. And then I'd be like, dad, how'd you do that? And he'd be like, ye of little faith, son, mm. ye of little faith. Like, I mean, that's, that's a different example, but again, having faith, right, is, is a gift. You have to, you have to trust, you have to buy in, right? Well, kind of like what your dad was saying, like, well, didn't you trust that I could take care of this? Right. You know, and I think that's, you know, through what the Lord says to us yeah. as well, like, don't you trust that I can, I can take care of this, uh, you know, in the end? Um, sometimes it might not be as fast or in the way that we would like, um, but also, you know, the that prayer, I call it, it's a prayer. You know, when you know, Peter was sinking, he says, Lord, save me. Like sometimes maybe we think, like, especially when, when we're in the midst of, of it, you know, we're like, I don't even know what to pray for. Or I don't, you know, this was a three-word prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, know, P- Peter pretty said potent. this to Jesus. Right. So, uh, you know, say something to Jesus, it's a prayer. So he said, Lord, save me. Yeah. He's, he's asking him. To, I mean, he's directly asking him to do something. You could even say he's, you know, commanding him to help him. Yeah. Right? Which is pretty bold, but he obviously thought that he needed the help. And, you know, in that moment, he lost the faith. And Jesus was like, well, if you don't have the faith, then, you know, that's a problem. Because I'm always here, and I'm always reaching out for you, and I'll save you. And afterwards, of course, they were, you know, doing him homage and... They they knew it was true, right? They knew he was the son of God, but uh, they they just you know he had to show them that in that moment, and I think that was pivotal for for him, for Peter, and you know for for the others as well. To again another example of Jesus showing his divinity yeah. to them in in that moment. And I don't know if I'll find up talking about this in a, in a homily or not, but you know the sea um, here in the Bible represents like chaos. And so even to have Jesus stand, like walk on the water, like he's, he stands above the chaos, um, which is maybe a, a good image to have in our own life, yeah. you know, that he can stand above the chaos, and then invited Peter to, to be with him. So he was doing it. You know, he was walking on the water. You know, he was yeah. standing above the chaos when his eyes were fixed on Jesus. But then, you know, it says, you know, he started to notice how strong the wind was, you know, so he took his eyes off the Lord and, and more on the the chaos around him and that's that's when he started to sink but then it says immediately jesus stretched out his hands and caught him like so it wasn't like sometimes i don't know maybe we envision like this passage where jesus is like way far away and peter has like this great kind of walk um and and maybe it started that way of course jesus can transcend the space just like he can walk on the water and so um there's something to the fact that immediately like he was right there Mm -hmm. um 
especially when he was called upon. He was right there uh, to reach out his his hand and uh, and to, and to catch him and uh, and to pull him up. Yeah, you know, as you were talking, Father, I I couldn't help but thinking, you know, several years ago, I was on a flight, I think to to Phoenix, Arizona, on a on a family trip, and there was a pretty bad storm going on, you know, obviously below the airplane. But it was kind of cool to see, mm-hmm. like, once you're 30,000 feet in the air, you can see the storm below you. And you can see the rain pouring out of the clouds. And that, you know, Jesus is kind of above the clouds in that sense, I guess. And it's just so peaceful up there. There's there's nothing but sun and beauty. And, you know, the sun is just pouring into the, the windows of the plane as you're flying and and you look down and you can see this kind of chaos uh, and it just kind of struck me like wow there's two different things going on at the same place you know if if you were to go down obviously we well, we hope it doesn't go down you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you're you know standing on on the earth right you're looking up it's raining but if you're 30,000 feet up in a plane it's sunny and beautiful mm-hmm. just you know and jesus is up there he's on the on the peaceful side of it and he invites us to to join him up there and we just have to have that faith and put our hands out and you know trust in him well you're talking it reminded me too of our first reading uh, which is from first uh, kings 19 it's one of my favorite passages actually because um, it reminds us of the of the the peace and the and the quiet in which god can can speak and so Elijah's in the cave and he's he's waiting for a word from God and sort of similar. There's a bunch of chaos going on outside. You know, there's wind and there's mm-hmm. an earthquake and there's all this fire and all this kind of stuff. And then it's just in the in this tiny whispering sound that he knew that um, the guy was there. And um, to be able to hear that 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 still small voice as it as it were, you know, in the midst of of the chaos um, doesn't have to be anything great. Uh, it's been said the language of God is silence, and so yeah. maybe especially when we're just surrounded by by chaos. I know maybe it's easier said than done, but we really need to enter into that that silence. You know, to in, in some ways try to like to use your image, sort of go above, um, not in this place of of just sort of forgetting about it, but we need to we need we need the quiet, um, especially when. And there's just so much going on. Yeah. And, you know, for me, you know, every every night before I go to bed, I like to just sit in the quiet and mm-hmm. pray. Like, there's no more peaceful time in the day than after you've finished working, after you've finished doing whatever it is that you did that day, and just having, you know, a moment with God. And a lot of the times I don't even... You know, I just make the sign of the cross and I just lay there nice. or sit there and yeah. just kind of let it happen. And then, you know. That's awesome. And sometimes it's even as quick as Lord save me or Lord help me. Yeah. When, you know, things are going nuts, it's like, I, I don't know what the words are. Just just give me the words and just give me the give me the help that I need because I know you're there, yeah. right? I mean, you're working always and, you know, God only gives people what they can handle, what they're strong enough to handle. I firmly believe that, but... That's so awesome, and maybe, you know, some of those times in the quiet, you know, nothing sort of, quote-unquote, seems to be happening, and other times, you know, maybe they do. Mm -hmm. Um, But the big thing is you're just given that time, 
and yeah. you're, you're uh, saying, Lord, here, here this is, here I am. You know, at the beginning of our gospel, it says, you know, Jesus dismissed the crowds and went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Um, so that, that going away, you know, by him, himself to pray was, was a part of Jesus's life, um, which we can probably imagine was, was pretty full. Um, but he, he had to, to go away and take that, that time, um, just to you know, commune with the father and, uh, just enter into that, enter into that, that quiet. Yeah. Um, and, and I would argue maybe even to collect his own thoughts, yeah. you know, his, I mean, his fully human side. I mean, maybe he needed or he wanted that time to just kind of, he, he probably knew what was going to happen, but he was just kind of collecting himself and gathering, gathering his thoughts, you know, invoking the spirit, things like that, invoking the father. It just reminded me too, even of, of our life um, now, of course, Jesus can be in our midst and is in our heart and is with us in Holy Communion and all these kind of things, but um you know, if you think about this passage, like he was up on the mountain praying, his disciples were on this boat, you know, and there's this big storm. And so we think that, that he's not there, you know, but he's, he's, he has his eye on the whole thing. Oh, he's there. You yeah. know, he got his eye on the whole thing and, um, and sort of ended up sort of giving them what they needed. And so, too, for us that, um, you know, if we, we think that, that he's not there as we're being tossed about, um, that um you know one of the the big things that of course jesus does for us too even now you know through his ascension is that he brings he intercedes for us with the father um and so um i think that, that image you know it, in our gospel really really kind of helps with, with with understanding that a little bit absolutely yeah literally making that direct connection to us to creation yeah let's pray on that father yeah. if we might name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Almighty God, we're just, um, we're grateful that you see us. Um, we thank you for seeing us. It's not only in the, in the good moments, not only in the moments maybe that we want to be seen, but we thank you for seeing us in the midst of the struggle, in the midst of, of the chaos, that, um, not only do you see us, but uh, that your breath is being whispered uh, out to us um, to pay attention to, to encounter, to know your presence, to know your voice. Lord, um, in the times that uh, we just don't know what else to say, let's be just prompted to call out to you in any need, uh, trusting in your, your goodness. Lord, help us not to be afraid of whatever it is that we're caught up in fear today. Um, we know where the Holy Spirit is. There is um, there is no fear. So, Holy Spirit, we ask that you just bring us your peace in a special way today. Uh, I especially pray that you bring your peace upon um, minds and hearts that are really struggling right now. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us sustain us this day and each day in that love in the holy spirit and through christ our lord amen, amen. and father and the son and the holy spirit amen thank you father and thanks to all of you for listening to us um another great podcast of the books father really appreciated the time today love the conversation god bless you all thanks so much Bye.